Fort Leeb's tastes good like a beer should. You said it. Lucky strike means fine tobacco. <laughs> Try a frosty cold glass of Bavarian right away. What you say? No boulder dash or baloney here. Cheers, everyone, and welcome to the Unfiltered Gentleman. And now, with a higher BAC than your ABV, Greg, Scott, and Dan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Keep our BACs as high as can be. You better believe it. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing sober about us. Nope. Oh, welcome in, everybody. It's the Unfiltered Gentleman. You've made it. You're here. Merry, uh, fe- happy Festivus, Merry Christmas, happy Kwanzaa, all those good things. I'm Gregor, that's Scott. Yep. And that's Dan. Merry Christmas. Yes, indeed. Ho, ho, hoes. All of you. Yeah. Hoes everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we get too far in, thanks everybody for listening. Thanks for telling friends about the show. It's how we spread the word, and we like when it gets spread. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, huge shout out. Two weeks in a row. Damn. Two. Ottawa. What's up, wow. Ottawa? Yeah, what's up, eh? And Stu. Yeah. I'm loving it. Yeah, those hosers coming in nice. big for us. So thank you. They were... 24.53% of our listenership last wow, week. Wow, way to go, eh? Yeah, so the, basically a quarter of our listenership last week came from Ottawa. Damn. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, so three people in Ottawa. No. <laughs> wow. Uh, so we thank you. Move there. Yeah, so thank you. I think we need like a, a beercation up to Ottawa. No, no kidding. Yeah. yeah. We're uh, like celebrities up there. Seriously. Oh, man. Tweet us. Let us know what good beers you guys have up yeah. there. Yeah. I'm not talking about Labatt Blue. <laughs> <laughs> like what good like local beers you have up in Ottawa? There maybe? you go, because that's all we know down here. Yeah, Labatt Blue. Yeah. And, uh, what is it like another like Molson or something? Uh, Molson. Something I just know like Labatt Blue. Yeah, we'll, we'll keep it at Labatt Blue. Mm-hmm. Keep it at the things we know. So, so cheers to Ottawa and cheers to Canada. Eh? Um, before we move any further, Burp Word of the Week. For those you don't know, they're new to the show. Burp Word is uh, an attempt to keep Scott from throwing up on the microphone. We've long since given up the fact that Dan and I are not able to, to <laughs> get out these burp words. Yeah. We started off like at the beginning of the show's run. It was okay. I don't know what happened. We'll hit and miss. And then I don't know if we need like some Viagra or something or yeah. what, but it, it got bad. But it Scott helps. comes yeah, through. He's old enough to get a prescription. It, it works good for the burping, man. Yeah. It doesn't help anything else. burp longer than four hours, consult the doctor. <laughs> off, er, off air, I burp pretty well, too. I think I had a pretty good burp earlier today. Yeah, know. as soon as like we hit stop, all of a sudden, yeah. <laughs> we're like a couple of whoopee cushions. But, Correct. Uh, well, not farting. But anyway, so burp word of the week. Uh, Merry Christmas. Easy. Oh. Easy. Makes sense. Nice. Yes. <laughs> so I can, I can do that. I can yeah. do that. think so. Hopefully. Uh, we got a lot to get to today. Dan's got a movie to talk about. I do. A movie that you might want to go see on Christmas. Uh, we got a lot of... Oh, my God. I got some grievances to share. Oh, wow. Um, some sports stuff. A what does Dan know? Yeah. And for our bullpen beer, we're going to play Will Scott Pour It Out. Yes. And then, oh. we'll, and then we'll extend it to everybody and will we pour it out. Yeah. But uh, we'll I find like out if Scott, Scott will pour it out or not. It's, uh, it's a mystery beer. Even I don't know if it'll be good. I'll <laughs> explain later. Wow. The suspense is killing me. Yes. I'll explain later. And uh, lots of uh, good booze news to get to uh, today in our show. <laughs> Batch 75. Uh, all right. I think that's enough talking. Let's get to drinking. Grab your libations, <laughs> pals. It's time for Beer of the Week. And if you're drinking well, you know that you're my friend. And I'll say, I think I'll have myself a beer. Oh, we will indeed. Correct. We are drinking just in time for Christmas. Anchor Brewing's Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, uh, Special Ale. 
the two, 217? 2017. 2017. Man, it's already starting. <laughs> <laughs> 2017 edition. Uh, it's a 6.7% beer, 3.66 on Beer Advocate, and 3.65 on Untapped. So uh, pretty universally scored there. Uh, from Anchor Brewing, they say a smooth and creamy winter warmer with rich flavors of cacao, toffee, and roasted nuts, and yeah. subtle hints of honey and herbal spice. This year's brew marks the 43rd annual release of this Anchor tradition. It is sold only from November to mid-January. The ale's recipe is different every year, as is the tree on the label. That I did not know. Uh, but the intent with which we offer remains the same, joy and celebration of the newness of life. Since ancient times, trees have symbolized the winter solstice, when the earth, with its seasons, appears born anew. Wow. With the heavily guarded secret recipe, Christmas ale is a highly anticipated seasonal delight, complex and full in flavor, with a velvety texture and alluring yet subtle spiced aroma. Yeah. 2017, I agree, edition has a strong malt profile which that is enhanced with wintry spices, pours a deep, dark mahogany brown with a creamy tan head. Head it has flavors of creamy, bittersweet chocolate, coffee, roasted malts, and toasted nuts with a rich smooth velvety mouthfeel that was a mouthful i really feel like that's a perfect description of the beer though like yeah. if you really pay attention to all of that i mean it, it's that's perfectly how i would describe it i mean you get the cacao you get the roasted nuts i mean mm-hmm. the color i mean it's perfect that definitely was, has like a creamier mouthfeel yeah you know it's low in carbonation mm-hmm. yeah i'm not too sure what else to say that wasn't covered in that description i mean i think we wouldn't do it justice <laughs> yeah right <laughs> um a 3.6 Five on Untapped, like I was saying, out of five. Mm-hmm. How do you gentlemen rate this one? Huh. Do you concur? Do you think that's a little low, a little high? No, no, I think that's about right. Maybe like you know, maybe a little higher, like closer to a four. But okay. I don't know, like you know, mm-hmm. I'd say that's pretty fair, right? Yeah, I was thinking like three and a half. So we're, we're hovering yeah. right around it. And outside of the beer, did you say that the tree is different on the label? Yeah, every year the tree is different on the label. Because the label looks almost exactly the same from last year's. Right. Apparently, they just changed the tree out. What? <sighs> That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, it's done by Bay Area artist James Stitt, uh, who's been creating Anchor's Christmas Ale label since 1975 when they first started it. Wow. wow. There you go. Interesting. Did not know any of that. Did not know. The more you know. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, NBC. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, if you guys are drinking this or any other good Christmas beer, make sure you hit us up on the social medias and hashtag show us your beers and tag us in the pictures because we want to see them. And if they came out of a nice can, we want to... Hashtag cans for cans. Cans Absolutely. for cans, please. Best hashtag ever. Uh, all right. I've got grievances to Uh-oh. share. Uh-oh. Oh, man. Boy, do I have grievances. Oh, have a grievance to share? It's time for a crotch talk. Uh, before we get into my main grievance, I will say that last week I sat in with the Booze League for Draft 17, where they were live from Ennegrin Brewing. I uh, showed them how a, a podcaster actually podcasts. Yeah. And, well, that's uh, nice you of know, you. Stopped them from jerking each other off for an hour oh, and a half. Wow. So, mm-hmm. uh, you're welcome, listeners yeah, yeah. of the BoozeCast. That's a miracle in itself. Yeah, Draft 17. <laughs> uh, I was presented with the uh, Carlos Erwin Estevez shitting the bed award. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Since in the old Booze and Tug League, I have shit the bed more than anyone else. Though I must say, among the bed shitters, I have the best record. So uh, <laughs> I don't know how that works. I was either really good or really bad every week. Well, my beard is running away with the whole league. So yeah, it it's running makes, wild. The yeah. only one of us in the playoffs is your beard. Yeah, I don't <laughs> understand that. It's majestic. Yeah. <laughs> it's about to go up against the commish right. in the Super Bowl. Right. 
uh, my money's on the beard. The beard is an unmanned team, and uh, it's just running wild. I think that's what makes it wild. It's yeah. just, just it's an unmanned train that uh, is about to run off these tracks. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, um, also we were, like I said, we were at Integrin and I got to uh, hang out with John Bird of Integrin and he shared some very delicious beers. Ah. And so I'm talking to him about a potential, uh, live show for us from Integrin. Oh, nice. And so, uh, looking forward to that in early 2018 and also huge shout out to Michael. Listener Michael showed up because I tweeted and socialmediaized that, uh, that I'd be there oh, and cool. he showed up just to say hi and have a beer with me. So yeah, that's nice. it was really cool meeting, meeting a fan and saying what's up. So, uh, thank you, Michael, for coming out and to all the booze league listeners that came out as well. Did he buy you a beer? No, cheap bastard. I guess if I was a, a swell enough guy, I would have bought him a beer since he, <laughs> you know, didn't think about that. Well, but, we are their idols. That's yeah, true. I mean, so maybe know. they should be buying us. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And then we'll I sign the beer bottle oh, or something. Go. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Even though we didn't make it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll, <laughs> we'll still sign we it. We drank it. Yeah. So, you're going to you meet know. Randy Jackson. You're not going to have him sign your sword? True. <laughs> 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 Thank you for that. Yeah. Um, and speaking of interviews and live shows, I'll be uh, we'll be doing an interview with Nick, the head brewer over at 14 Cannons oh. in a couple of weeks here. So if you have any questions for Nick, it's 14 Cannons in Westlake. They're a brand new brewery that's been open for a few months, but they're already doing really good things. He's won a ton of gold medals from like GABF and other contests for, uh, from his days with Fig Mountain. Oh, okay. So he was the head brewer for Fig Mountain. Wow. Jump ship. He's really good, does amazing things. Can't wait to talk to him. All right. <sighs> Grievance time. Oh, yeah. boy. oh grievance time. <laughs> so my lady friend, her oh, boy. best friend oh. is about to shit out a kid. Oh no. Yes. Boom. So and they live up north. We, for those you don't know, are in Southern California. They're in Northern California. Oh. And so she tells me they're having a baby shower. All right, fine. What do I care? I am then informed it is a couple's oh. baby shower. <sighs> but I was told there's a good chance I don't have to go. Oh. I said, first of all, I have to go. I'm not going. <laughs> That's right. Big fights ensued. Ooh. Oh. Like multiple days of fighting. Oh, right. oh, no. Because who has a co-ed baby shower? And I talked to friends that have babies. And I said, what did you do as a guy whose wife was about to pop out a kid? You know, when she had your, her baby shower, what did you do? Like, oh, you know, one of them said for the guys whose wives and girlfriends were at the shower, they just went to the bowling alley and got drunk. He mm. said, you know, they all were watching the kids because the wives were at the shower, so we needed a place that had beer and was kid-friendly. He's like, so we went to the bowling alley, we got hammered. I said, so no shower activities. He goes, not at all. Went to the bowling alley, got hammered. My dad showed up, bought us a bunch of beer. Mm. I said, that's acceptable. And I talked to some other friends. Very similar stories. The worst being, like, we went in the backyard and got hammered, but, like, didn't participate. It was just so, like, the dads who were babysitting could still drink. Right. Common theme. Mm-hmm. Getting hammered. There you go. So, the fact that this pansy has a fucking co-ed baby shower. Oh my god. Oh. How did that go? After all, like. So here's what's great about it. I was dreading, like I said, caused literally multiple days of fighting. Uh, we made some. She had to end up making some sacrifices in the end for Ooh. me to get up there. Oh, in the end. In the oh, end. Man. <laughs> wow. No, it, <laughs> It involves not having to go back up again for Christmas. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, so, I was thinking of something totally different. <laughs> Sorry. <Yeah>. Other end. <laughs> so, I am expecting all these garbage baby shower games that you hear about. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm just yeah. like, oh, I'm going to walk into like 
pin the diaper on my butt cheek or something stupid. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't right. know what they do, you know, taking shots out of baby bottles. Like, just give me the fucking bottle, you puss. I know. It's like, baby hey, bottles. sucking nipples on yeah. the end. It's like, <laughs> rubber nipples. Yeah, rubber yeah. nipples. Okay, mm-hmm. never mind. So we get there. It was the most awkward junior high party I've ever been to. No way. Yeah, you would think, like, what's more organized than a girl party? You know, like baby showers or bridal showers. It's like stupid game after stupid game after stupid game, and then done. No, this was put on by some couple at their house, and we walk in, and people are just sitting around on the couch, and we walk to the kitchen, we look around. The food options were dismal. And on top of that, like, look, I know that we've talked about how weird I eat, the no-carb thing, so I realize that not everybody's going to cater to that, and that's fine. And we kind of prepared and had a little bit of a lunch before we went in. Good. But there was literally nothing. We, like, there was no veggies. Like, who doesn't have, like, a veggie platter at the at the party? Whatever. Who cares about food? So I go over and I talk to the dad-to-be. And I was like, hey, man, what's going on? He's like, I just opened up some wine. I was like, oh, good. Finally, the booze is starting to flow. Uh-huh. I walk into the kitchen. There are three lonely bottles. Oh, my God. Of white wine. Oh. <laughs> white wine. Who... With two testicles, <laughs> drinks white wine. Oh, my gosh. I would have gladly had just about, no, I think any other booze in this in this world. It was so bad. I was like, well, I'm, I'm just not drinking, apparently. I'm, I won't be drinking because I cannot stomach white wine. Oh, my God. That's a... That's Will Greg pour it out? Yes. That's a gamble. You white know? wine? Well, no. that you know, Only you're, having you're gonna, it? Yeah. You're going to say, I'm going to be sober for this co-ed baby oh, shower. Yeah. That's a gamble. Oh, so I'm already miserable. Because I'm thinking, like, my misery is going to come from these bullshit games. No, it's coming from the white wine, no food. And I don't know most of the people that, well, half the people I don't know, and the ones that I do know, for the most part, I'm not a huge fan of. A couple of them are cool. Uh, like, the dad-to-be is a cool guy up until he decided to have a uh, co-ed baby <laughs> shower. Now he's not so cool anymore. He's <laughs> lost basically all respect. All right. But three bottles of white. So I'm like, fuck, all right, I'm not drinking. So I'm looking around, and I see like this punch over here, and it's red. I'm thinking like, oh, maybe it's like a, a sangria type of punch, right? Mm-hmm. So I asked, I was like, hey, what's the punch? punch? And the host of the party is like, oh, yeah, it's really good. It's Sprite mixed with. I'm like, yes, yes, mixed with what? Sherbert. Oh, boy. It's like, and? He's like, yeah, Sprite and Sherbert. I said, is it, is it spiked? Oh, oh no, no, Sprite and Sherbert. I was like, okay. <laughs> I just walked away with my head down. I was like, that's what you have in seventh grade at like the church yeah. you know, oh group, whatever. Like a nightmare. What the fuck is this? So they had Sherbert and Sprite, and then they had water, and then they had three shit options of white wine. Oh, I was so mad. So I just, I sat on the couch. In fact, I tried to stand in the corner and just not be a part of it. Someone's like, oh, make room for Greg. I was like, really don't have to. Oh, God. <laughs> is the back or is the backyard open? Because I'd rather just go sit out there, you fucking weirdos. With the dog. Yeah. So I sit on the couch with the lady friend and a couple of her friends. And it's so weird because there's no organization to this thing. And so people just like start forming their own groups. And there's nothing like you know driving the party. There's no theme to the party. There's no fucking booze at the party. And so finally someone's like, oh, let's have the mom-to-be open the presents. Like, all right, great. Can't fucking wait to watch this. This will be a blast. Oh, my God. (laughs) Well, it became very apparent that, like, at least half the people didn't bring presents because that went very quickly. (laughs) No way. (laughs) There was a big pile, but, like, four of them were from one person. (laughs) And a really big one was from my lady friend. And then they were like, eh. 
eh, two other things. Oh my god, it was hilarious <laughs> for me at least. Right. So I'm sent like it was awful. What a train wreck. Yeah, we were almost an hour late. That was my fault. I, I acted like I didn't know what time it was. <laughs> we it, it was in an area where there's a lot of wine tasting, and uh, I was like, oh, before we go, we should go wine tasting. Let's mm. fucking load up. There you go. And uh, so our wine tasting person ended up talking for a really long time, and I was a okay. So we were like an hour <laughs> late. We just told him there was traffic. I was like, you tell him whatever you want. I don't give a shit. Well, it doesn't look like you missed anything. <laughs> no, we didn't. And thank God we were late. And so then after being there for like an hour, uh, our dog was being watched by a lady friend's sister, and she started tes- testing, testing, texting questions like, oh, when does he eat and how much? And I was like, you know what? Maybe I should go check on the dog. <laughs> She's like, what? You want to leave? I was like, fuck yes, I want to leave. She's like, Shh, keep it down. <laughs> oh, keep my it God. down. And she's like, we can leave soon. It's just, this is awful. And I was like, oh, you see it too. All right. So we were there for under two hours and uh, immediately left and got beer. Oh, yeah. Like, as we left, she's like, where do you want to go now? I was like, to a fucking bar. <laughs> to a goddamn bar. That's where I want to go. Get drunk. Oh, Jesus. It was bad. Oh, my God. And it was not bad for the reasons I thought it would be. It was even worse. I, yeah, I was dry. Yeah. Oh, God. I thought I was going to be like, you know, buzzed playing these stupid games and i'd go sit in the corner and like you know get away and just keep drinking <laughs> and i've done nope. that yeah yeah you know where i've been like you know someone's dragged me somewhere i'm like i'm gonna make it rough for both of us now and mm-hmm. i've gotten fucked up and That's it what was she just, said yeah and then <laughs> i woke up in my bed happy as a lamb <laughs> it's like how did we get here you were an asshole blah, blah, blah. i warned you i yeah. warned you fine by me yeah <laughs> i, I would have gladly been that asshole <laughs> you know like i think you need to leave i think i do too you're right <laughs> to the bar yeah. oh god I don't know who fucking does this and who plans this shit, but it was awful. It definitely needed some better planning. Like I have been at, uh, and it was um, it, only because the person was related to me. But I have been mm. at a co-ed um, baby shower. Oh, I gotta no. move my my chair over here, please. But um, and I thought, oh, this is gonna be lame. Yeah, you know. But it, it wasn't too bad. There was barbecue. There was salad. There was lots of beer. And uh, it was in the backyard, and uh, there was not a lot of games. Okay. And uh, there was just kids, like, you know, doing their own thing. Guys were doing their own thing. But there was some organization to it, so um, yeah. it wasn't too bad. All the good parts you mentioned about yours didn't exist. Right, exactly. Yeah, barbecue, beer, I'd have taken any of that. Right. No, none of it. Oh, my God. It was like pasta salad, uh, some sort of thing in a crock pot, <laughs> and some chips and dip. Right. That was the food. Oh my god! And it was just like laid out on it, like it was so eighth grade party, <laughs> and, it, and it felt like an eighth grade party too, because everyone was just standing there super awkwardly with their hands in their pockets and shit, and it's oh. just like, oh god, dang, this is, this is rough. Yeah, man. I mean, how, and then that's, that's the thing too is how are you gonna expect everyone to do? Any, were there any games? It doesn't even sound like it. No, no, there was a couple of like activities. I put that in quotes, uh-huh. like uh, design your own onesie. Oh, and what they'd, the hell? They cut out these different things, and you could like iron them onto a onesie. Uh, and then there was like a uh, do your thumbprint on this tree and they're going to hang it in the baby's room. Those are literally the two. Activities. That's lame. That was it. Wow. No other wow. baby related. I was going to say like, I mean, I could see like, I mean, how are you going to get anyone to do any games if nobody's drunk? Right. I've heard of doing like okay. shots out of baby bottles and stuff. Right. Like that's dumb as fuck, but I'd have done it. Correct. You I know? mean, I'm already drunk. I'm going to let's get right. some more in well, me. Well, that one, I'd have drank anything yeah. <laughs> other than white wine. That's true. Oh, God. It was that so bad. That is crazy. So bad. Was there like a, a sparkly ball, you know, the disco ball, and they are playing uh, Forever Young and all that there? <laughs> I want to be <laughs> I watched no. a pulling dynamite this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was less awkward. <laughs> <laughs> At least you got to dance with somebody. Oh, oh, so. Uncle Rico shows up. <laughs> mm-hmm. Eating steaks. Oh. See, Uncle Rico would have had a steak yeah, for Yeah, he would. It's true. Oh, God. Nice yeah. and bloody. It was garbage. Anybody else having grievances? 
Not that bad. Okay. I feel um, happy now. I, I, I do. I think mine ended, ended happier than yours, but, uh, you had a happy ending? Uh, finally. Mm. Yeah. Uh, for mine, it was, uh, I guess it's about a week ago. My wife, her friends that live in another country and they went to college together every now and then when they show up here, just out of the blue. And so they all, all the friends have this obligation. They think, oh, we all need to get together and have a little mini reunion mm. because Joel is here and we need to, you know, go say hi to Joel and he's leaving tomorrow. Right. So I get hit with this. Well, we're going to go, you know, bring it up with my friends. Um, we're going to leave after work, blah, blah, blah. Oh, okay. So leaving after work in Southern California, you're talking about 3.45 in the afternoon and we're driving to Cerritos. Mm. And so those of you that That's don't like live in the area. 70 miles? 70 miles through rush hour traffic. Through the worst parts of the 405. Exactly. Oh. The heart of LA. Yeah. So I got my GPS out. I'm you know trying to follow my GPS because of, you know. Eight it's, hours. It's better with traffic. <laughs> we left at 3.45. Uh, we we got there at six thirty. Wow! Uh, in between, my GPS is you know taking on these side streets. Right. So I'm I'm trying. To, we get to this one side street. It's so th- it's just so skinny. You can barely get one car. But it, the traffic is going both ways. We get to this one point on this small side street, and there's two huge trucks parked on the side. Oh, Jesus! Mm-hmm. So now the cars are like stopping, taking turns going because well, there's some asshole in front of me in a Honda and then some asshole going the other way in a huge van decided neither one of them was going to give way. Okay. So uh-huh. now they're sitting there, I mean, just staring at each other. <laughs> We're sitting there for like 20 fucking minutes while these guys are staring at each other. You should have got out of your car and dragged them out. I ain't getting out in that neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> Too white for that one. What's up, Holmes? <laughs> <laughs> but what did happen was the guy behind the van. Body fell. <laughs> he finally got out of his car and he went up and started yelling at the guys that were, you were working there with the trucks. Mm-hmm. He starts yelling at them, hey, move your fucking trucks so we can get the cars. And he goes, no, we're not going to move our fucking trucks. They're, you know, they're parked right. You know, you guys need to work it out. And so they argued for like another 10 minutes. Good Lord. You know, I can't go anywhere. There's cars behind me. There's this idiot in front of me. So wow. we're fucking waiting, waiting. So finally, after about a half hour of this, oh the guy God. with the ponytail that was fighting with these guys, he gets in his car, he manages to, you know, do the... the uh, Backup four, backup four, backup four. Austin Powers. Powers. Yeah. Austin, there, the thank old you. Austin Powers. The old Austin Powers turned around. Finally, he turned around. So then the guy in the van, he manages to back up, and then he turns around. Now we can all go. Jesus. So now we're all good again. And, I mean, traffic is just a fucking nightmare. Welcome and, to LA. Yeah, it was just yeah. so fucked up. But anyway, uh, and then the whole time uh, that we're on the way down there, my wife's getting these phone calls for her friends. Hey, oh, where are you? you know. Yeah. So I'm thinking they're all there waiting for us because they keep calling. But they're in the same predicament that we are. They're like, no. where are you? Because we're fucked up, too, over here. Oh, man. So finally, we get to where we're supposed to go. We get out of the car. And my wife gets out. She's talking to somebody else. And I, all this been calling her is women. So I'm like, who's going to be at this thing? So she starts naming names. And there's women and men. You know, it, it was a mixed thing. I said, okay. Because I said, you are not dragging me all the way down here for just a fucking hen party. <laughs> and she's like, what he do you mean by that? Fest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There'd be I some like sausage a, in there. She goes, you wouldn't go? I said, no, I'm not going to sit around with just a bunch of women yakking at each other. I would, I, you know me. Isn't that um, strange? Like, the older you get, it's like you don't want to uh, see women anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? She has these women's night out stuff. She'll she'll ask me every time, do you want to go? No. No. I don't want to go to your women's night out That's thing. Right. So anyway, to you know, to get to the happy ending, uh, there is beer. <laughs> so I, I um, they had... 
they, they listed Tower 10 on the menu, so I asked for a Tower 10, which Strauss. they're out of. Ah. So I ended up having to drink a Goose IPA, ah. which is better than the other guy. He drank the Coors Light. Oh. Yeah, same so, company. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I drank a few of those, and they're, everybody did their little chatting. We're getting ready to leave. They go, oh, let's go get coffee. So they found a little coffee joint across the parking lot. So I'm like, okay, whatever, I'll go there. Mm-hmm. And so we get into the little coffee joint, and it turned out to be a coffee slash brewery. Oh, so I wow! Had a couple more beers while they're. <laughs> Do you know the brewery? No. Oh, okay. I, I think I had what I had was some kind of like a sachet or something, but it was like some I don't know. It was okay. it was in the Cerritos. If you want to look it up. Uh, anyway, so yeah, all that crap getting they're over all, there. They're all ordering their coffee, and I order a beer. You know, and the wife is like, "You're gonna drink another beer?" Like, yes, yeah. I am. You drug me at all least down one here. more. Yeah. That's right. So yeah, it's ended up pretty decent because then you know she drove home and I slept. So. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's cleanse our palate. Yes, with some happiness. <laughs> Have you seen the latest moving picture? Let's talk movies for guys. Don't disappoint, Dan. I don't know how much happiness we're going to have here. but <laughs> So over the weekend, I watched uh, Star Wars. And I'm just going to preface this by saying uh, I am in no way a big Star Wars nerd. You, if you are, I'm very sorry. I'm going to be talking about shit I don't know about. <laughs> I don't know all the characters. Like those little flying things. I call them <laughs> hamster chickens or whatever. Like I have no idea what these <laughs> things are. So um, Call them anything you want. I wouldn't know. I will. Uh, so, but there are hamster chickens in the movie. I will say that. That's a real thing? Yeah. Oh, I don't know so if you guys have seen them. I don't know. No. Hamsters and chickens have a fuck each other. That's what it looks like. They're like. I haven't seen a Star Wars movie since The Phantom Menace. I, really? I don't yeah. think I've seen one. And that was the very first movie, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> no. It's the fourth movie. <laughs> All right, technically. All those fucking nerds. But anyways, uh, so I watched the movie, and uh, this is obviously the sequel to The Force Awakens. Uh, it's it's by a different director this time. Force Awakens, which I kind I, I did enjoy, actually. I did like that movie. was uh, directed by J.J. Abrams. Mm. Uh, this one is uh, directed by uh, Ryan Johnson, I believe, is the director. And uh, I don't know. like uh, Watching the movie, I, I kind of felt like he went a different direction than uh, J.J. was kind of going. And in fact, I kind of heard on some trivia that uh, Mark Hamill like was completely very uh, upset with the direction oh, that, no. yeah, that Luke Skywalker had taken. And he said he made it known to the director, but he said, hey, I'm an actor. I'll do what you want me to do. But this is bullshit. Yeah, basically. I haven't worked since 1979, <laughs> so you're yeah, going right. to sign those checks. <laughs> Where, who else is going to ask him to play Luke Skywalker at this point, right? <laughs> so... Uh, so, uh, yeah, so I, I watched the movie, and, you know, obviously it's the resistance fighting against the dark side again, right? I mean, isn't that what they do in every single movie? Sounds yeah. like Star Wars. Right? Sounds like it. Um, but I don't know. Like, I kind of felt like uh, it, 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 it kind of pandered a little bit to the nerds, I thought, like watching the movie. Right. Um, I felt like it was a little entirely too predictable this time around. I know it was, you know, maybe the first one had me a little more interested because it was new characters and mm-hmm. I was kind of like, oh, who's this guy? What's this guy's deal and all this crap? Now you know them and I kind of felt like the story where, uh, you know, Ray meets up, you know, it kind of uh, continues where she meets up with Luke Skywalker and she wants him to teach him, teach her the force. Yeah, she does. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's another point I'm going to make is, you know, uh, well, anyways, okay, so he, 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 she he wants to do that. Right. Yeah. And uh, she, he, he's kind of hesitant at first. Eventually, he, if, what's he going to do? He's not going to not teach her the force at this point. He's supposed to be like the next coming of Yoda in this movie, I guess, mm. right? Or I don't know. But uh, I, two major complaints. One was, like I said, I kind of felt like the story was a little boring. I was in the theater, and like I, I could literally hear, and I, it was a little late. I will say I went to the 1030 showing, mm-hmm. but oh, I man. could hear people snoring. <laughs> 
I really could. And people were like, hey, wake up. Like, oh, like that. I fell asleep a couple times. Nice. Apparently, Yoda showed up at one point. I missed the entire <laughs> oh, thing. Oh, missed it, did you? Yeah. <laughs> I know. He should have woke me up, right? Wake up, you will. <laughs> but no, no. I, I fell asleep a couple times. And uh, I, I kind of felt that the movie, I walked out of the theater at about like 120. Oh, man. So I kind of felt like there was like an hour of like uselessness. Wow. Like I felt like mm-hmm. there's some people that, you know, feel like it was a good movie, probably nerds or something. But I don't know. I didn't I didn't really dig it yeah. too much. And Money, uh, money not well spent. Correct. And uh, I kind of felt like here's a problem, general problem I just have with Star Wars movies in general. There's no boobies. Oh. Like, you know, there's no, like, hot chicks. Like, I mean, like, you know, like, Ray is okay, I guess. But, like, there's, like, a lot of frumpy chicks in this movie. Like, you know, I, <laughs> sorry. I mean, I'm going to call it like I see it. Like, <laughs> you, you don't realize what Hollywood is doing. You right. know, like, you know, oh, yeah. Like, you're watching a movie and you think, who's that hot in a movie, like, in real life? You know what I mean? And you watch a movie that's probably closer to real life and you're like, where are the hot chicks? Right. You what did I, I mean? pay for? Yeah, exactly. I could see them when I walk down the street. <laughs> Exactly. That's exactly what I'm saying. So, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, that was another complaint for me. I kind of wanted to see some some eye candy a little bit. A I little. Give you. me a little something. Yeah. Just, just one just chick. A little something. Yeah. You know. But um, I don't know. To me, like I said, it, it took a wh- little while. Like, there, there's a big thing with uh, Ray and Luke, like, kind of back and forth about, like, oh, I'm gonna, you need to teach me the force. No, I won't. No, I won't. Yes, I will. No, I won't. You know. And it's kind of like. Uh, and then uh, uh, Kylo Ren's kind of got his own deal where he's got to decide, you know, if uh, am I good, am I bad, or what? It, there's this big long part of the movie where there's not a lot happening to me, at least. There's not a lot happening. It eventually does get good where uh, Kylo Ren and on, and Ray, and I'm not going to give too much away, but they're they're in a kind of like a lightsaber battle with mm. some other people, and uh, Is somebody I, someone's father. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Well, wait. Maybe. Oh. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Does, it, does it mean there's gonna be another one? I know, right? There's gonna be like 19 more. Oh, yeah. God. Well, they at least got to finish this trilogy. You oh, know what I mean? Damn. So th- they are gonna probably make at least one more. Can't wait. Yeah. yeah. But um, be one uh, more. I won't see. Yeah. And, but like I said, it took a while for the action to get going. Um, I was not not a fan of this movie. I got to say, if I have to rate it something, I, w- I will say the special effects are amazing, and that's well, what you want. It's Disney and Lucas. What else are they going to spend their money on? Right. Apparently, not hot chicks, right? <laughs> right. So, so they, 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 uh, the special effects were amazing. So, in that sense, I was a little entertained, and you know, they really do bring you into that universe and world. So, yeah. I'm not going to discount that at all. But I just kind of felt the story was a little lacking for me. Uh, it didn't really entertain me too much till towards the end, where I, you know, finally woke up. Some action. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, if I had to rate it, maybe like uh, maybe six or seven, maybe six, probably. Out of 100? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, out of 10. Right. I mean, like. Did you drink to get through it? I did. Okay. I did. All and right. at one Sounds point. Like slept a little bit. Yeah, too. exactly. <laughs> slept to get through it. <laughs> yeah, I, really did. I, I needed some extra power there. The oh, booze wasn't working, yeah, wasn't man. doing it. So, uh, yeah, sorry, man. Did, it, didn't really dig it. Well, may the booze be with you. Yeah, it, it always is. Yes. You know? All right, well, let's talk a little sports real quickly. We're slightly behind, but... Oh. Uh, and now, the sports, brought to you by cleaninguptheglass.com. Oh, yeah. yeah. Whether it's the Baltimore chop or the one-two punch, it's time for sports. All right, it is indeed. I had to talk about this. The uh, Rams, our L.A. Oh, Rams, man. running wild, running a train on the Seahawks. Think about I, going back. Yeah. As I, I love this as a 49er fan. Oh, man. I love watching the Seacocks get annihilated. They got fucking destroyed. So here's the thing. Oh, my music went away. Uh-oh. That was strange. Um, the C, or excuse me, Russell Wilson got sacked seven times last night wow. by the Rams defense. And I was thinking last night as I'm listening to this, like, what's the most anyone's ever been sacked in a single game? 
So I hit the Google box. Good job. Uh, November 11th, 1990, Kansas City Chiefs linebacker Derek Thomas set an NFL record when he sacked seven, or he had seven sacks in a game against the Seattle Seahawks. Oh. Oh, wow. Yeah, Seahawks are just setting all kinds of sack records. They, they don't have, you know, they never really had a good offensive line. They kind of hit it behind a very productive Marshawn Lynch. And but yeah. I think ever since he left, it's become very apparent how weak that line is, and they've never addressed it. Mm-mm. You know, they are not that good. They are not. Mm-mm. And I will say this too: I was in a not necessarily a fantasy playoffs, but a playoff of of some sorts. Uh-huh. And uh, I was up by a good probably fifty some points. And uh, this guy I was playing had uh, Todd Gurley and Rams defense. And with those two alone, I mean, Tom Gur- Todd Gurley had like 42 points. <laughs> yeah, the defense geez. ended up with like 20 points. I'm That's like, insane. couldn't believe it. I thought the game was over. And I was like, what the hell is happening? And they just kept sacking the hell out yep, of him. Yeah. It was seven. nuts. It was crazy. Uh, speaking of the Niners, the aforementioned. Oh, yeah. Third in a row, baby. Whoa, oh, my God. Garoppolo, such a stud. Look yeah. out, Patriots. Yeah. That's crazy. On and off the field. They're oh. going to be sorry when Tom Brady dies next year. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you think? Wow. Yeah, um, true. The Raiders. Oh, my oh. God. Got robbed by a piece of paper. That was some bullshit. Yeah, I saw uh, that happening. Game, man. That was yeah, I know they game. put the paper there to, to measure, you right. know, the, to see if it was, you know, short or if it was a, a first down. I saw it. I said, that's short. And they're like, we're not going to call it. I'm like, that's short. And like, we're not going to call it. It's like, that's short. It's like, it's got a piece of paper. I'm like, no, no. What are you doing? What do you mean dude? a piece of Just paper? Just call it, man. And then Derek Carr fucked up the ending. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. Good he job, did, Derek Carr. Did yeah. fuck it up. He should have just went out of bounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he could whatever. have. He, you know, I, I kind of saw it coming already. I mean, they had dicked this over in a couple calls. That was probably the most obvious, but, you know, whatever. What are you going to do? Yeah, was, I, I gave him five bucks. Well spent. <laughs> well spent. Uh, Panthers owner Jerry Richardson says, Richardson says he's going to sell the team after the season's over. He's been accused of sexual harassment, racial slurs, and other uh, activities unbecoming to him. Other fun stuff. Yeah. Uh, the Dodgers blockbuster trade. Oh, a- yeah. Adrian Gonzalez, Brandon McCarthy, Scott Cashmere, and Charlie Culberson you're thinking this must be who are they going to get in return? This yeah. is going to be huge. Yeah, can't huge. wait. Huge. Matt Kemp. Matt Kemp. Matt Kemp. That's it. He's bringing sexy back. <laughs> that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's lowering our luxury tax. That's, that's really what he's doing. Correct. We, we dumped all these salaries, um, and now we're going to dump Matt Kemp too. Is what right. it sounds like. So we had to get under that luxury tax because this would have been our third year in a row. Mm-hmm. Would have brought us up to a fifty percent tax yikes and, and uh they need to reset that and that's all it was because i'm hearing that they're already and i'm sure you guys have heard it too that they're trying to trade matt camp or outright release him already so yeah and apparently they're very clear with him when he when he came over like we don't intend to really keep you <laughs> right we got yeah we don't we don't need to up the female attendance this year it's not a big <laughs> trying deal to get rihanna us. back in the stand <laughs> <laughs> so don't don't bother putting his name on a jersey he's right. not gonna be here long enough please nope. uh cole hamill's is donating a $10 million mansion to charity. Holy wow. Shit. That's insane. Damn. A little yeah. bit. Are um, they all going to live there? <laughs> all charity people? <laughs> yeah. Forever? Know. Be, you know, 9 million homeless people living <laughs> in <that mansion. laughs> um, And tonight as we record, last night, or even more as you hear this, Kobe's mm-hmm. jersey being retired. That's right. Number eight and number 24, two retirements, one man. Uh, <laughs> is this silly? Should we just picked one and gone with it? Or is he deserving of two numbers? Uh, I think if it was any other team... You could say he's deserving of two numbers, but this is the Lakers, man. I mean, we got Jabbar in this, you know, right. the Magic. Raptors, Magic, Chamberlain, West. I mean, I don't know, man. It's got the logo up there. A little bit. Come on. I don't know. Yeah. I like Kobe and all, but. I, I think he, well, I mean, none of the other guys changed their numbers. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. Um, I, I I don't know. I guess he, I mean, he's probably one of the best in the NBA. 
ever to play the game. Correct. Right. And so, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd, I wouldn't put it on two separate jerseys. I might have just put them both on one jersey or something because I'm cheap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to spend the money on another jersey. Uh, and then the, the thing about that, too, is if you look at his stats as, you know, 8 and 24, I, I think, and I haven't done the research for this, but uh, I've heard that those stats are all, like, com- comparable, actually. Like, mm. he's put up about the same amount of points and everything Interesting. in either jersey. It's like a, an even split almost. So, Well, either way, Kobe's one retirement has more jerseys in the rafters than the Clippers do. So. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. And they never, you know, they, and what are they going to do? Retire Chris Paul now at this point? I mean, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he really. still could technically, but oh my He's God. only there for five years. Hey, man. Look at, look at the Heat. The retired Jordan's jersey. He didn't even play for him. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Uh, and quick booze and tug league update. Season's over. We're in the uh, postseason now. The only one of us to make the postseason was, of course, Dan's beard. That's right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Wild. We all sucked ass. I won the uh, most. Carlos Erwin Estevez, the Bed Awards. I even got a trophy for it. I have to put a picture up online for you guys to see on our social media. You so. know, and that's just sad. Like I think uh, next year I will actually draft my team, please. Just because you know <laughs> I'm tired of all the shit talking. It's like you know what? If you guys want me to go undefeated the whole season, I guess I will. Yeah. So ne- next year. Yeah, next year. You had it last year. Yeah, I won the thing by accident. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I won. You fucked around, got a triple double. Yeah. So I thought I'll auto draft this year, but whatever. Mm-hmm. I just and my beard is doing the talking for me now. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> <laughs> all right, is everybody? Uh, out of our beer of the week? Yes. Yeah. Let's play a little. Will Scott pour it out? <laughs> this is going to turn into Will We All Pour It Out, but let's Correct. see what Scott thinks first. It's his game. He's putting it up to his lips. Taking a sip. Taking a sip. Hmm. Mm-hmm. He's mulling it over. Yeah. Oh, I like this. Really? He digs it. He what digs it? it. Yeah. All right, Dan, your turn. Let's do it. Smelling it. Whoa. Huh. It's not bad. It's got an interesting I aftertaste. Like I will say that. It's uh-huh. like almost a kind of tart or sour. Almost like it. I don't know. I didn't taste that. Like it's not. I don't know. It's not terrible, though. Really? Yeah. Scott, who who had the last pour of that bottle? I did. Did you pour the entire bottle? Yeah. It should taste even worse. Maybe really? some hop chunks in it. Maybe it actually smooth it out. That's why. Get some hop chunks And it's been like there. 10 minutes since I had a beer, so I'm yeah, that's pretty true. thirsty. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> this is my latest homebrew. Really? Oh, really? Yeah. This is one I did back in August, right before I moved, and I had to like speed it up to move so I could bottle it and all that stuff. But um, when I was pitching the yeast, I totally fucked up, and I didn't pitch the yeast right, mm. and it never fully fermented. And so you get this, like, if you smell it, you'll smell it a lot, and you'll taste it, too. It's, it's apple juice. Oh, oh yeah. It's, I mean, it's, there's no apple juice in the beer, but that's what it tastes like, and mm. so that's... Uh, mostly a problem with yeast not finishing fermentation. Oh, okay. Never made it all the way there. So I tried this new thing when I was pitching the yeast. I don't need to get into it because people start falling asleep. But uh, I'll never do it again. It was such a bad idea. <laughs> this is the first recipe I actually ever designed. I was so excited for it. It was super expensive because I wanted a certain hop. I, I used only cashmere hops in there. And they're hard to come by and expensive. Hmm. And it's so weird. A couple of the bottles, um, you know, when you bottle it, you put a little more sugar in there to create carbonation and i think because a couple of the bottles actually turned out really good okay and i think what happened was the sugar helped finish some more fermentation because the yeast like sugar uh-huh so there was a couple of bottles i've hit like two or three that were actually really good i was like oh this is what it's supposed to taste <laughs> like and i've enjoyed it but 
this is not. 90% of them have tasted like what you're tasting tonight. Huh. So it's actually a crapshoot of whether this would be good or not. Oh, okay. Uh, and it's not. It's garbage. Oh, okay. I, I didn't really taste that much apple. Oh, really? Yeah. The, maybe because you got the end with all the hot particles in it, so it kind of... Maybe it's more like a caramel apple. Maybe. Or something. Yeah, like, it, did, it did have like an aftertaste towards the end where I was like, whoa, what is that? You know, so... Yeah, so uh, it's somewhere around 7%. It's better than raspberry or whatever that was that one time. Oh, the boysenberry? Oh, don't you dare. Oh, <laughs> you hold your tongue. Yeah. <laughs> Somewhere around 7%. I hit all my numbers properly, my, my gravity numbers. Um, if I remember correctly, I think it was supposed to be about 80 IBUs. Um, you don't get any of that because mm. it just tastes like shit. Yeah. It, I mean, it, I, what, what kind of beer is it supposed to be? It's an IPA. Oh, man. Or was an IPA. See, if, if you'd have yeah. told me it's an IPA, then I would have said, oh, this is not very good. Yeah. But, you know, just blind test. I mean, it's not the worst beer we've had, honestly. That, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. we've had some worse pumpkin beers. Correct. I would drink this over pumpkin <laughs> exactly. beer. Exactly. But, uh, yeah. So this is this is my homebrew. I thought I'd talk a little shit about myself. <laughs> so There you go. Uh, all right. We'll finish those off. Old-timey word of the week. Uh, disguised. Which you're thinking, like, how is that an old-timey word? But apparently, back in the day, disguised was a word for drunk. Really? Oh. Yeah. So Halloween, everybody was in disguise. Yeah, that's right. Wow. Yeah, I get disguised all the time. I get disguised a lot. Mm-hmm, on a nightly basis. Mm, pretty right. much. Yeah. And daily, too. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Big diet of disguisedness. Oh, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, God. He was so disguised, he didn't get the bobs. <laughs> it's true. That was, that was the easy way out. <laughs> all right. Uh, speaking of which. This one's a classy dame with a great palate. It's Beer Babe of the Week. It is indeed. Our Beer Babe of the Week, her name is Val Baril, B-A-R-I-L. You can find her on the Instagrams at ValBeerI, val.beer.i. Oh, yeah. Showing the fellas here. Mm-hmm. She's Classy with, that, uh, with the glass there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's got the glass there. She's a uh, lovely looking blonde. Correct. Yes, she is. Lady. Has a beer from uh, Upper Flex Beer Company. Interesting. Whoa. Don't know it. Would like to try it. So make sure you follow her on the Instagrams at Val Beer Eye. Dots in between. That's hot. Drinking a beer I'm not, not familiar with. I know. Right? Yeah. Mm. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. We should probably fade out the music before it gets creepy. That's right. Um, all right. Before we get to booze news, mm-hmm. it's time to find out. <laughs> Ooh. What does Dan know? In a land far, far away. In a time where nothing is certain, only one person, one man, one gentle man has what it takes to answer the questions that no one else can. The questions that no one else cares about. It's time to find out. What does Dan know? And, once again, this is a Christmas edition. Oh, that's right. Of What Do You Know? I have not been listening to Christmas rap music, so <laughs> oh. I'm so going into here blind. We're, we're about to bring it, buddy. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> Here's uh, audio clip number one for you. West Side Connect Gang, a gang. I know that's a... <laughs> what's that? Uh, it's the stupidest name in the world. Isn't it? It's, uh, is it Holidays? It's the Holidays. It's the Holidays. With a Z. Holidays. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That was in uh, Friday After Next soundtrack. Yeah. That's right. So that's in some movie. That's right. Friday After Next. Mm. What you working with? Um, all right. Christmas NBA question. Ooh. Ooh. 
Which team has the most Christmas Day appearances? Now, I can give it to you multiple choice. You can just try and answer. You know what? Um, I'll just say Celtics. Mm, I'm going to give it to you multiple choice because okay. <laughs> they're not on the list. That was way off. <laughs> uh, A, Lakers. <laughs> B, Knicks. C, Bulls. D, Suns. Mm. Mm. I'm going to say Knicks. You're right. Okay. Ooh. 51 appear- appearances by the Knicks. Okay. Wow. I figured that because they probably want to put them on TV like even when they're bad. So I guess. Yeah, big Makes market. Sense. New York is the largest market in America. Correct. All right, clip number two. That doesn't want to play. Just hear those sleigh bells jingling, ring too. Okay, well, I know that's uh, T-Boz yep. that was singing right now. TLC. TLC, correct. I don't know the song. That's okay. Okay. It's called Sleigh Ride. This song, I do know this song. I have heard this song. That's funny. A lot of garbage hip hop. Oh yeah, Christmas songs. Lots of it. Yeah, so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, what NBA player, current or former, has played the most Christmas Day games? I can multiple choice this for you. Let's do that. Okay. I feel like I'm gonna fuck it up. A. D. Wade. B. Udonis Haslam. C. LeBron James. Or D. Kobe Bryant. Damn. Mm. You know, I'm just going to say Kobe because he played for 20 seasons. Kobe. That's right. 16 really? Christmas Day appearances, followed by D. Wade at 11, then Haslam and James tie at 10. Wow. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And then uh, we have one more holiday hip-hop song. Cool. Before we, we ride off into the sunset of Christmas, and on Christmas morning, we're opening presents. Make to it. All Santa of- Claus is coming straight to the ghetto. <laughs> <laughs> We'll find out. Here we go. Oh, okay. Run DMC. Christmas at Hollis. You can't not play at least one good. Thank you for playing. <laughs> Love this song. That's a good one. An ill reindeer. <laughs> so much better than... Uh, oh, my God. What was the one last year, Santa, or last week? Santa, Santa baby. baby. Oh, my God. Stick a benzo under the tree. Yeah. Christmas because I'm bad at bad or whatever by <laughs> Master P or whatever. What the fuck? That's uh, crazy. Christmas in the ghetto. Oh, that's, that's what it was called. Excuse me. This is Christmas in the ghetto. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Thank you. Thank yeah. you for playing some Run DMC. You're welcome. I, I will say, yeah, Christmas in Hollis is a favorite of mine. Uh, Santa Claus coming straight to the ghetto by Nate Dogg and mm-hmm. Snoop. And then uh, Christmas Rapping by Curtis Blow. Oh yeah, that's another. That was a one. really long song. Correct, that was like re- a seven minute rap. It really is with that's no right. hook. Yeah, right, you're right. You right. just keep going straight through. Just keeps rapping. It's a real it's man. Just Christmas rapping, man. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, that's it for what does Dan know? We found out he knew some things. Yeah, this time I did. Yeah, good job. <laughs> Last time I think I went over. I think you got like half a one right or something. <laughs> half a credit. Half a, yeah, half a credit. So, <laughs> all right, we got some important uh, year ending booze news to get to. So let's let's find out what's up. Extra, extra, drink all about it. It's time for booze news. Oh, it is indeed. Um, Sukaba, Firestone's barley wine, Sukaba Barrel Age, is making an appearance, or I should say a return in 2018. They didn't bottle it in 2017. Uh, have any, either of you fellas had Sukaba? Um, I don't think so. Okay. It's in that same line of you know Sticky Monkey and Parabola and all that stuff. Okay. Sukaba is a barley wine. It's barrel aged. It's amazing. I was very sad when they didn't put it out in 2017. Bringing it back for 2018. Cool. And they're also bringing it back like they've done with all their other barrel aged stuff in the smaller bottles for a lower price point. So 
Uh, maybe we can afford to have one on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you guys remember last year when Firestone got rid of the four beers, one oh, yeah. of which was Wookie Jack? Yeah. And we had an entire episode dedicated to Wookie Jack. Yeah, we're mm-hmm. all sad about that. Yeah. Sit tight, fellas. Oh, no. No, no. No, no. This is good. Oh, wait. I had a feeling. You know the Leo V. Ursus series? Mm-hmm. You know, we had the uh, Fortim, the Adversus, Inferos is out right now. And the one that just dropped and will be hitting stores momentarily. Wookus. There you go. Yeah. See? An ode to Wookie Jack. I knew they would do that. They're I'm not... so excited. Yeah, see, everyone got all crazy and was pissing off and, ah, fire's down, rah, rah, rah. <laughs> but it's like, you know, they're going to bring it back, guys. Take it easy. They know it's good. And they kind of hinted that they would be bringing it back right. here and there in special releases. Correct. But, uh, this is apparently a slightly improved upon version Ooh, of Wookie Jack. There you so go. I cannot wait till it hits stores because we will be drinking the shit out of that That's one. That's right. So much. Um, Telegraph Brewing in Santa Barbara, near us somewhat, uh, first craft brewery in Santa Barbara. They opened in tw- 20, nope, 2006. <laughs> Words, man. 1920. Yes. Uh, <laughs> 2006, just got bought by Epic Brewing out of Utah. Oh, shit. Wow. Yeah, I love Epic. I've like They have uh, Big Bad Baptist and some of the other good stuff. Oh. Um, so I, I think this is a good thing. Fingers crossed. It's a craft brewery buying a craft brewery. I can dig that. Yeah. Um, they've already, I heard they've already purchased some new big fermenters to come out to Santa Barbara. They're going to have like a whole sour department out here. Interesting. Yeah. And I mean, they're going to stay telegraphed. They're not just, you know, right. taking over and stomping them. That's good. So uh, very exciting. We'll see what happens. And hopefully they'll start maybe serving some of the epic stuff out here. In, yeah. Uh, uh, West Side, Connect, Gang, a Gang. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's stuck in my head now. You're connecting, y'all. Every Mac 10 song. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Fatheads Brewery. They're based in Ohio, but they have a, uh, a, a location in Portland, and I've been to it, and I really enjoyed it. I stumbled into it by accident when I was in Portland. I uh, I was looking through Groupon to see if any breweries had Groupons, and they did. I was like, all right, I'll go fucking try it. Um, it was phenomenal. Really, really good stuff. Mm. And the bad news is I guess they're terminating their partnership with Fatheads in Ohio, and uh, so the, all of you Portlanders will no longer be getting Fatheads. Oh. Yeah, they're going to be closing down in early 2018. Ooh. So we can still get the beer. It's you know still in Ohio, but you have to hope it gets shipped to you. Oh. Yes. Um, Modest Brewing out of Minneapolis mm. created their own... Uh, <laughs> Dan's laughing. I already saw it. Created a double IPA that they called Dilly Dilly. Oh. <laughs> double IPA. Oh, I fucking hate Budweiser. Yeah. But they did kind of a cool thing, and those, I hate to admit it. Those assholes. They did kind of a cool thing. They didn't just send them a cease and desist letter. They actually sent in a dude dressed up in old-timey garb, oh like from the commercials, and, and he read off of an actual scroll. Here's the audio from it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dear friend of the crown, noticed Brewing Company. Congratulations on the launch of your new brew, Dilly Dilly Mosaic <laughs> Double IPA. Let it be known that we believe that any beer that is shared between friends is a fine beer indeed, and we are duly flattered by your loyal tribute. However, 
Dilly Dilly is the motto of our realm. Our so realm. we humbly ask that you keep this to a limited edition, one time only run. This is by order of the king. Disobedience shall be met with additional scrolls. <laughs> then a fine, a formal warning, and finally a private tour of the pit of misery. <laughs> uh, please send a raven letter or electronic mail to let us know that you agree to this request. Also, we will be in your fair citadel of uh, Minneapolis for the Super Bowl. And would love to offer two thrones to said game for two of your finest employees <laughs> to watch the festivities and enjoy a few Bud Lights. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yours truthfully, Bud Lights. <laughs> yeah. It sounded like a sweet de- deal till I heard Bud Lights. Yeah, no. I was like, never mind. I love when he said to enjoy two Bud Lights. You hear something in the background, like, oh, you can hear that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a lot of that disappointment, man. <laughs> oh, but they did a, that was that was pretty cool. A guy dressed up in old timey guard just walks in the brewery unannounced and, and decrees his uh, scroll there. That so. is pretty cool. I yeah. hate that they did a cool thing. <laughs> you know, they got someone very smart working in their PR right now. Well, when you have eight bajillion dollars to dedicate to PR, I mean. Why not? Yeah. You know, they probably spent a hundred bucks on a costume and yeah. how much internet you right. know, reposting and retwatting or whatever Correct. has happened. Like it's blowing up all over the beer oh, scene. Yeah. Right. So uh even the the brewery posted it. So it it's cool and it was smart on Budweiser's part. It really was. But also fuck you, Budweiser. <laughs> Correct. I mean so. it doesn't doesn't you know, that's the thing about commercials, like you know, that you can have a really cool commercial or something like that, mm-hmm. but it still doesn't make me want to buy or use your product. Right. You know what I mean? Like that Budweiser is kicking ass right now with the commercials and everything. I still don't want to drink a Budweiser. No. Isn't it crazy? Well, the worst is when they have a kick-ass commercial and you don't remember what it's for. Oh, that is the worst. <laughs> that is the worst. Yeah, that's money well spent. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you think about it, this is also great on Modest Brewing's part, too. All they did was call a beer Dilly Dilly. They got a cease and desist and a shit ton of hits on the internet. That's yeah. right. So you would have never heard of Modest Brewing mm-hmm. had it not been for this video. Yeah, very so, smart. Very smart. All they have to do is never make a Dilly Dilly IPA again and they won't get sued. Problem solved. That's yeah? right. So uh, very cool. If you uh, fellas have an extra hundred, nope, excuse me, thousand dollars, hundred have been way too good, thousand dollars in your pockets, you can get free beer for life. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Buffalo Bayou Brewing Company is looking for investments, and if you hit the thousand dollar mark, you get one free beer a day for life. Ooh. Uh, free beer a day. Didn't we previously do a news story where someone was giving away free yeah, beer for a thousand dollars again? I think that was St. Arnold's in Texas. Oh man! And uh, yeah, I think it was like one beer a day for a year, or uh, was it also for life? I can't remember. I think it was a, a day for for life. I think it was for life. Yeah, that's a well-established brewery. That was like their club. This is a brewery trying to get funding to open. Mm. But yeah, I mean, if they were in the area, right? I could do a thousand dollars worth of damage real quick. Waiting for that one. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, w- I think within a year, I could I could put down. Because well, it's only one a day. Yeah, but if a beer is five dollars yeah, times three hundred and sixty-five, I mean, it's a good investment. Yeah, I'm just thinking at life. my age. I mean, I'm probably losing out. That's true. <laughs> if you could like pass it on to you know, 
to somebody when will you're it, gone. Will it a month on, later. Put in a whale. Thirty-one beers. Thousand dollars <laughs> for thirty-one. Beers. Oh man! Maybe you can will it on to your next of kin. Yeah. Well, here, there you hereby go. bequeath the rest of my beers. Dilly dilly. To, dilly yeah. dilly. <laughs> yes, exactly. So uh, if anybody's looking to invest, there you go. Uh, and then finally, one last quick story to get to. Uh, because it's Christmas time, and you might be looking for some last-minute <laughs> gifts. These are the 10 essential holiday beers to stock up on, and this is according to the Full Pint. Uh, number 10, we've had this one recently, Sierra Nevada's Celebration IPA. Mm-hmm. Uh, very good. Ninkasi Brewing's Company Slayer. Port Brewing's Santa's Little Helper. Good God, oh, is that one good. I had that. Oh, God. That one is like drinking motor oil in the best way possible. <laughs> Love it. Uh, Boulevard Brewing Company's Nutcracker Winter Warmer Ale. Ooh. <laughs> Dan's getting turned on. <laughs> Upslope Brewing's Christmas Ale, Southern Tier Brewing Company Salted Caramel Stout, and I'm sure that's amazing. I told you guys a couple weeks ago if you see uh, Southern Tier's Chocolate Stout to make sure and get it. Uh, Deschutes Brewery Jubilee. I've had a lot of Deschutes. I don't think I've had that one. Uh, Rogue Ales and Spirits Santa's Private Reserve Ale, Alaskan Brewing's Winter Ale, uh, and we've had this one: New Belgium's Accumulation. That is some good shit. That is some good shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That one, that one's just a, a pleaser all the time. It really is. Mm-hmm. I could always drink that. Unbelievable. Yes. So uh, there you have it. Um, that's it for us. I'm mm. going to leave you guys with a song from last year. Merry Christmas. Oh, just no. at the end. Woo. Clutch. Uh, we. I did not have time with the move and the buying of the house this year to uh, write and produce new Christmas songs. I apologize. We'll leave you with one from last year. Before I do. Um, coming up in the coming weeks next week, we're going to talk about beers to toast with that way for your new year's celebration. You don't have to be some pansy with champagne in your hand. White wine. <laughs> yes. Oh God. <laughs> Even worse. Oh, uh, I would have gladly had champagne. Oh man. Um, and then the following week we're going to talk about beers to cure that new year's hangover. Mm, there you go. AKA shower beers. So uh, stay mm. tuned for that. In the meantime, you can find us at the unfiltered uh, TheUnfilteredGentleman.com slash listen is where you can tell your friends to go. If they've never heard the show before, you can find us on any podcast app. We're on social medias, The Unfiltered Gentleman, except for Twitter, at Unfiltered Gents. We want your drunk Christmas party calls. Absolutely. Please. Oh, yeah. 805-538-BEER. What a time to fucking call us. Right. If you're banging like your hot secretary in the closet. <laughs> oh, my God. Please call us. Yeah, give us a call. Like oh. mid-bang. <laughs> yeah <laughs> or like uh you know you you've you're the boss you're like you're some hot chick boss and like you have some little uh peon who's uh you know some college boy and you, uh, you guys hook up at the christmas party call us yeah 805-538-2337 official hookup line of uh on the <laughs> that's right <laughs> or if you're just hammered or you want to tell us a story that happened true that call us you please. get somebody in the closet fighting for their job yeah that's right yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> fighting for their job drunken shenanigans is what that line is for (laughs) yeah that's what we're trying to say so uh please call i think that's everything so have a great uh christmas and festivus and everything else that you may celebrate and uh stay hydrated especially for the holidays oh yeah gotta do nobody wants to be dehydrated on the holidays and uh to all a good night dashing to the pub in a fucked up uber car Sobriety's creeping up Just get me to the bar Took two shots with dad And mom is having a cow Family's driving me mad I need a beer right now Drinking booze, taking shots Drinking all the beer It'll take
more sauce before I'm feeling cheer. Drinking booze, taking shots, drinking all the beer. It'll take much more sauce before I'm feeling cheer. We pull up to the bar. He says, Happy holidays. Tap heads near and far. Everything's a haze. Beers on bar taps flow. Trying to get drunk. My buzz is starting to grow, grow, grow. It's time to get crunk. Drinking booze, taking shots, drinking all the beer. It'll take much more sauce before I'm feeling cheer. Drinking booze, taking shots, drinking all the beer. It'll take.